Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Man is beset with irrational fears called phobias, excessive persistent terror of a particular thing or situation. This morbid fear has no reasonable cause and therefore cannot be eliminated or even modified by reasoning with its victim. One of the most common phobias takes its name from the Latin claustrum, meaning a closed place. Thus, claustrophobia is an abnormal dread of being kept in a confined space, unable to leave it. Mona Clayton, Broadway star, is so afflicted. Out. Out. Let me out. Walls. They're, they're closing. They're closing. They'll crush me to death. Help. Help. Help me. Take me out! Please! Please! Take me out! Out! Our mystery drama, Who Has Seen the Wind, was especially written for the Mystery Theater by Nancy Moore and stars Michael Tolan and Terry Keene. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores. I'll be back shortly with Act One. The lot of an actor's agent seems an enviable one. All those dazzling actresses for clients. A constellation of stars to set on their courses. Take Gary Stewart. He recently married one of those actresses, Kitty Lockwood. And soon he will try to set on her course another client, Mona Clayton, who is about to receive a coveted British award. We're in New York. All night, snow has fallen. The city this early morning is chastely white, unspoiled by sludge, smudge, and people. In Gary Stewart's Park Avenue apartment, a sudden rude sound. Oh, fuck. Who the devil? What time is it, Gary? I don't want to know. Turn on the light. Six o'clock? What maniac would call it six? Answer the thing, Kitty. You answer. I'm asleep. Kitty, Kitty, the phone's on your side. Oh. All right. Hello? Oh, oh, thank heaven. Mona? Kitty, Kitty, darling, I'm terribly sorry to wake you, but I... You're up in an airplane. You're on your way to... Are you calling from the plane? No, 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 that's not until 8 o'clock. And unless you or Gary come over here this minute, I won't be on the plane. Oh, come over? What are you talking about? The most absurd thing is... Bobo, Bobo, do, do stop whimpering. Kitty... Kitty Popo's so 
Oh, nervous. Something's wrong. Oh, wait, I, I, I want to pick him up. Yeah, muzzle him while you're at it. Oh, dear. I can't reach him. Oh, hold on, will you, kitty? Just hold on. I'm holding. Honestly, Jerry, six o'clock. What's going on? She's picking up that little beast of a poodle so he won't yap into the phone. I mean, why does she call? Well, she just babbled so far. Something about she wants us over there. Over? We were there last night. She, she's supposed to be on her way to London. Something's going wrong, huh? I gather. Something about she can't catch the plane unless we... I don't know. Lean in and listen. Kitty? Kitty, are you there? I'm here. Now, what is this all about? Oh, Bobo's all nervous. He catches it from me. He, he ran under the bed. That's why I was so long. Uh, Mona, I have had exactly no sleep. Now, what is this about? Come over to my apartment and bring the set of keys I gave you. Those keys are so I can water your plants. Water them now? Do stop making jokes when everything is so terrible. Will you just come? You or Gary or both. The most ridiculous thing happened. See, I I set my alarm for quarter to six. My my, my service had a wake-up call, but I I never trust them. Well, the alarm rang, and and the phone rang, too. Splendid. So did ours. I, I, I got up. I got, I got right up. I, I went to the door, my bedroom door, and, and, my dear, it would not open. So? Don't you see? I can't get out of my bedroom. I cannot open the door. It is stuck. Mona, for heaven's sake, stop being so helpless. Doors in $2,000 a month penthouses do not get stuck. But it's... Yes. Maybe it's a little bit stuck with the slightest effort on your part. I tried and I tried and I pulled and I pulled. Mm. It is stuck, Kitty. It will not open. Shit, I, I noticed it last night. It really was sticking. Is that Gary? What's he saying? More to the point, what are you saying? Will one of you come over here before I lose my mind? The wretched door opens inward. If you push and I pull, it'll open. Give me the phone. Mona, here's Gary. Oh, Gary. Mona, now listen to me. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is phone your night porter. He'll get the pass keys no, and he'll help no, you. No, no, there isn't any night porter or day porter or super or anything. Oh, Lord, I forgot the maintenance strike. So will you come, Gary, please? And hurry, I can't. Now, now, wait. Now, listen. You can yell out the window, help, lady in distress. Get somebody's attention and tell them to go to security. Security can get the keys from... There is no security either. Anyhow, I can't yell and get any attention. I'm too high up and I am on a course. Oh, you have to live in a penthouse. Oh, boo, 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 boo. Don't cry, darling. Gary is coming right away. Gary? That's right. Don't cry, darling. Gary is coming right away. Oh, oh you're sweet. You are so sweet. Oh, but I'll I miss my plane. I, I know I will. And I won't get my British award. Yes, you will. Now, look, you'll be ready, coated, hatted, booted, and I'll have a taxi waiting. Oh, oh and don't say take a later plane, because they're, they're having that huge award reception, and the time can't be changed, and I won't... Mona, hang up. Oh, she is the most exact... Oh. Oh, well. 
hate to leave this warm nest and go out into that cold, cold world. Then don't. <laughs> don't go? Leave Mona like that? <laughs> leave my closest friend, my award-winning claustrophobic closest friend, locked up like a felon? Sweetheart, my love, I am not saying that. Of course I'm not. I'm saying I'll go and you can nestle snug in your bed. You're kidding. Mm-mm. Get back in and I will get out. <laughs> I don't mind. Really, honestly, I don't. Oh, I mind. Mona never should have closed a dumb door she knew would stick, but since somebody has to go, I don't mind. Kitty, you're being awfully slow. Mona really will miss her plane. I guess I'm not awake yet. Where on earth is my cherries in the snow lipstick? <laughs> snow on the ground and you have to wear an appropriate lipstick? Aha! That'll be guess who. Where are you? Why aren't you here? No, I've I, I got it. This is Gary Stewart on a recording. Sorry I'm not home. After the beep sound, please leave your message, name, and number. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Hush, 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 Popo. Beep! such a good actress. I mean, you scatterbrain, never knows what she's doing. That's how, by never knowing what she's doing. Brains never got in Mona's way. She's an instinctive actress. Yeah, whatever that means. Anyhow, it's what I am not. And it's why she won the award and I didn't. Best American actress in a British play. You're every bit as good an actress. If you played that juicy part, you'd have caught the award yourself. Hey, Kit, you're, you're dawdling again. All right. Hey, we're slack, don't you think? I just think hurry. Mona's hysterical. Yeah, these nice warm red slacks. Red slacks in the snow. And why didn't I play the juicy part? Because my agent, Gary Stewart, sold Mona Clayton to the producer instead of his wife, Kitty Lockwood Stewart. Now, Kitty. Yes, yes, I know. The producer wanted a teensy doll baby beauty of a Dresden China blonde, and Kitty is a tall brunette. For the zillionth time, honey, that wasn't the reason. You're a comedian. The part called for straight drama. Tragedy. Mm, all the same, I may kill my tall, plain, dark self. What should I do? Pills, gun, gas, poison? Jump, which is best? Uh, where are my boots? Last night you kicked them under the bed. Oh. Why did I ever agree to this trek through the snow at dawn? Because you're an absolutely smashing wife. Uh, Mona got the award, but I got Gary. Oh, my love, my only love. Tell your insecure bride for the zillionth time you're not sorry you married me instead of Mona. Absolutely not sorry. Mm -hmm. You want to bet? Oh, give me. This is a recording. No. 
she needs to be warned you're not coming. Her big, brave Gary. Amona, I'm on my way as soon as I find my other boot. Oh, but I thought, Gary, it, it's been so long. It, it's so terrible. But the walls, the, the walls, they're, they're pushing in, in. And, 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 and Bobo wants his breakfast. Where's Gary, Kitty? Mona, now just hang on tight. Now, I'm coming right now. Do you understand? Right now. Boy, she's on the ragged edge. I know her. I've seen her like this. i got to get there fast. Uh, find my other boot while I put on my coat, okay? How could she fall apart so fast? Yes? Yes? Mona, Mona, I just want to tell you that Kitty's on her way. She's gone from here about five minutes. In another five, she'll be walking into your front door. Uh, I'm opening the bedroom one. Right. Are you are you dressed and ready? Yes, yes. I, I, I'm wearing my red suit, the, the one you like. Oh, you you are so sweet to call. Now just hang on. Kitty will be there. Hey, someone just came in our front. Look, I gotta go. I hope you catch your plane, honey. Have a nice award. Kitty. Oh, listen, I'm just as freaky as Mona. I forgot to take her keys. Waiting for a taxi, suddenly I realized I... Just thank the Lord I didn't go all the way to Mona. Well, get the keys and get going, kid. I don't even know where they are. They ought to be in my purse, but they're not. Just, just, just help me, Mona. Well, they're here somewhere. We came straight in here when we got home last night. Well, I will never call Mona scatterbrained again. I am worse. And, Gary, I can't get a taxi. It's too early. All that snow... Well, walk, then. It's only five blocks. Where are the keys? They're not here. Hey. Hey, your pockets. What? That coat you wore it last night. Look in the pockets. Oh, my Lord. I really will kill myself for Go, darling. Just go. Now, now, precious. I'm Kitty's on the way. I don't know why it's taking so much. Oh, the front door. Uh, Kitty? I'm here, I'm here. Kitty to the rescue. Hush, hush, Bobo. I'm right here beside the door. And I'm right here on the other side. All right. Push hard and I'll pull. Kitty? Kitty, what are you doing? Mona, I am pushing hard. Well, harder. You have got to do it harder. Kitty! Hey, it won't burn. Don't kick it. Kick it. Harder. I'll kick it blast out. I'm so mad at it. Nothing. Nothing. Darling, listen now. It, uh, it won't open. It, it, it will not open. Well, it has to. I can't stand it. It has to. Claustrophobia, an excessive, abnormal dread of being in a confined space. Mona Clayton, confined, filled with terror, with torment, and the door remains closed. Such an obsession worsens with the passage of time, thus worsens in Act Two, which will unfold shortly. Here's important news from Amana. 
Now, when you buy in a Nanotouch Matic 2 radar range microwave oven, model RR10A, you get a $50 rebate. And when you buy a Touchmatic model RR90A, you get a $40 rebate. That's right. You can get up to $50 back from a Nana, depending on which radar range oven you buy. And you get something besides money, too. The exclusive Rotowave cooking system. Rotowave works like a rotating shower of power, rotating the microwaves directly down into the food. As a result, all sorts of foods cook faster than ever before. And they cook more evenly than ever before without a lot of turning. Now's the time to see you participating in Mana Retailer and cook up a good deal. Buy an Amana Touch Mana 2 radar range oven model RR10A and get $50 back. Or buy a Touchmatic RR90A and get $40 back from Amana. Offer good through February 29, 1980. At the end of Act One, I spoke of Mona Clayton's obsession. But is that a correct description of her problem? I consulted Mr. Webster. He tells me that the word obsession once had an occult meaning, a person possessed by a demon. That original connotation is now obsolete, but I'm strongly inclined to apply it to what is taking place in Mona. Ask yourself during Act Two if she does not seem possessed by an evil spirit. Uh, now, Mona, listen to me. Stop crying and listen. I push the door as hard as I can. Now, don't get scared when I stop talking to you. I have not deserted you. I'm just going into the living room to find something to ram the door with. Mona? I, I hear you. How could a door stick like this? I don't know. It is a damp, maybe. I don't know. Now, just hang on to the doorknob, and I will be right back. Just don't, don't stay in there. Come back. Come. Gary. Yes. Yes. A, a, a phone. Yes. Oh. Ring. You're not ringing. It's dead. They, they shut it off. Oh, no. No, no, not yet. Oh, please. Please, not yet. Gary. Come back to the door. It doesn't matter about the phone. It does. It does. It does. I can't call Gary. You do not need to call Gary. Now, listen. I've got this chair now. Yes. I can run at the door with it. It'll ruin your Chippendale and Street. It's a battering ram now. Now, just stand back from the door and don't be scared of the sound. Okay? Yes. One. Two. Three. Nothing. <laughs> I'll try again. It won't work. Nothing will work. I will be trapped here forever. I told you. I don't believe this. The chair broke, but not the door. You're not trying. What? You're not. You're not. You want me to miss my plane. No, not. You don't want me to get the award. No, no, stop that. Now, just stop it. You're jealous. You're jealous because I won and you didn't. 
Of course I would like to have one, but if it couldn't be me, I'm glad it's you. You are not. You are not glad. And you are jealous. You are jealous of the award. You are jealous of Gary and me. He loved me first. You know he did. You are jealous because we had an affair. He says you didn't, and I believe him. We did. We did. We I don't, did. I don't care if you did. I, I do care that you are working yourself into a frenzy. And you think you've missed your plane, and I'm afraid you have. But we still... I don't open. care about the plane. I just want out of here, and you won't let me out. The walls are closing. They are closing. And you will keep me here forever. Oh, no. No one will come. Everyone will think uh, I'm in London, and I can't phone. And you will leave me here to starve and die and be dead. Mona, shut up. Now, I'm about to go and get somebody to break this door down. Somebody in the building, somebody in the street, somebody... Then why don't you go? You just keep talking and talking. If you want to know, I'm afraid to leave you alone when your life's there. You see that? You see that? You don't want me out. You, you want me to go crazy. You tell me that I'm crazy. You're talking crazy, that's all. So I'm not going out of here until you make me a promise. Uh-huh. You promised me you will not go near the window. I want you to get in bed, and I want you to stay there. Will you promise? I, I, I don't want to go near the windows. I have your promise. But what, what, what if the walls close too tight? They are not closing at all, Mona. You imagine it. You are to stay away from the windows. Yes, Mona? Yes. Now, you've got Bobo... You talk to him while I'm gone. But he's asleep. How could he be asleep? He doesn't care what happens to me either. Mona, you were getting better for a minute. Talk backwards from a hundred, okay? Anything to keep the awful thoughts out. Yes? All right? All right. Go. Just go.
Kitch, you're back. I got coffee all waiting for you. Mona on her way. Listen, get your coat. I couldn't get the door open and hurry. Good Lord, Mona's still shut in that room? Don't talk, just come. She is wild. Well, well why don't you phone me? Oh, I know, her phone is up. You could have used one of those street phones instead of coming all the way back Listen, to the apartment. Listen, I didn't have change. Not one single dime, one nickel, one quarter. I couldn't phone. You mean you Stop could... asking questions and come on. We can talk on the way. Can't get a taxi either. For heaven's sake, will you come? All I can say is thank God we're joggers. Who can jog in the snow? Oh, Gary, I've been away from Mona for hours. Kit, not even one hour has passed since Mona first called. It's it's five to seven. I can't believe it. Well, believe it. But to a claustrophobic locked in her room, one hour is a lifetime. Yeah. You mean you couldn't find one person you could take into that apartment? Gary, I told you. I rang and I knocked on both apartments below Mona and I just gave up. Either everybody's in Florida... Or asleep or afraid to open the doors at 7 a.m. So I tore down the street and... <laughs> How many people do you see on a snowy morning on Park Avenue in New York City at 7 o'clock? All right, sweetheart, take take it easy. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't jog another step. I mean, jogging around Central Park in good weather is one thing. Through foot-high snow, I can't. Okay, well, take it easy. We're almost there anyhow. Gary... Did you have an affair with Mona? Oh, for Pete's sake. All right, don't answer. I certainly won't. You know the answer. Mm, Do I? Kitty, is this the time and place? Anyhow, we've been down this road a dozen times. And will you please not look like that, huh? All crumpled and sad. You're my happy girl, my girl that's a thousand laughs. Now, will you please? (laughs) How's that? Beautiful. You're marvelous. I'm an actress. Well, anyhow, it brought us right to Mona's building. I think Lord Byron said it. And if I laugh at any mortal thing, tis that I may not weep. Mona, we're here. The uh, shoulder of Gary Stewart, former football star against your door... And you're out of jail. Uh, let's boasting more action, darling. Shut up, Bobo. Now stand back, Mona. Here I come. Ta-da! Mona? Mona. The window. It's open. Oh, my God. She's there. Sixteen stories down. In the snow, wearing a red suit, cherries in the snow. Oh, Mona, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You were asked to consider if Mona Clayton was possessed by a demon. In the light or the dark of what has happened, how do you answer? She had everything to live for, youth, beauty, talent, fame, yet she went out a window because she could not go out a door. Claustrophobia 
or an evil spirit? In Act Three, we'll find the surprising answer. and try to remember 
not to say the wrong line. Real pleasure, Miss Lockwood. <laughs> Mrs. Stewart. I saw you in Dust Off That Dream, best show around last fall. Then you missed Mona Clayton and who was seen the wind. Well, yes, in my line of work, there's enough tragedy. I I like comedy. She won an important British award for her performance. If it weren't for what happened this morning, almost at this moment, she would be accepting that award. Lieutenant, can, can we get on with this? Yeah, sure. Um, Mrs. Stewart, if you'll just describe for me the events as you know them before the suicide. Lieutenant, I've said this to you twice before. Mona Clayton did not commit suicide. And I've said to you that... She went out a window 16 stories up, jumped to her death of her own volition. That is suicide. She didn't do it to kill herself. She did it to get out of a room. What sent her through that window was claustrophobia, not a death wish. You are both wrong. It was not suicide, not to escape a room. It was murder. Oh, kidding. Oh, Mrs. Stewart. Your husband warned me you might say something of this sort. Uh, Lieutenant Hench, I murdered my friend as surely as if I pushed her out of that window. And he explained why you would say such a thing. Shock, sorrow, undeserved guilt, because you weren't able to help her. Undeserved guilt? Will you listen to my sins of omission, Lieutenant? I was slow dressing. I left this apartment without... Mona's keys had to come back. On the street again, I could have stopped an occupied taxi and explained the emergency. I didn't. I walked instead. Honey, don't rehearse all this. I have to. When I got to Mona's, I didn't push hard enough on the door. Then I didn't ring enough doorbells to get help. Back on the street, I hadn't the sense to bring even a dime in my purse. And again, I didn't work hard enough for somebody to help or flag a cab. I ran to Gary again. Mrs. Stewart, none of that is murder. <laughs> bad luck, bad planning, but it's not murder. Regret for these things is understandable, but taking blame for your friend's death, no. Uh, you... You really don't think that I... No one could possibly think that. Now, Mr. Stewart, I believe your wife should go back and lie down. I I can question her another time. No, no. You've made me feel better. You really have, and I... And I thank you. So you ask me whatever you need to. That's better. Go ahead, Lieutenant. Finish. All right. Mrs. Stewart, suppose you describe Miss Clayton's state of mind when you got to her apartment. She, uh, The fear kept increasing. Especially when she found out the phone was disconnected. She was a little out of her mind, Lieutenant. She was talking crazy. That's why I didn't want to leave her. I mean, without someone to talk to, even on the phone, she'd be more afraid. But if I stayed, she was still locked in. So it was go, stay... It was a terrible decision. Did I make the wrong one? I don't know. I just don't know. Sweetheart, you made the only one you could. Can Lieutenant Hench say that to me? I can and do. 
At any time, did Miss Clayton threaten to go out the window? Never. But she did keep saying that the walls were closing in. I believe that's a common delusion of people with her kind of phobia. How how long had you known Miss Clayton? Oh, over ten years. I knew her very well. That's how I knew what she was going through this morning, and I... I failed her. Lieutenant, isn't isn't this enough? Yeah, yes. Thank you, Mrs. Stewart. Sorry I had to put you through. I'm not. Because you have made me feel... less guilty. Mr. Stewart, will you stay a moment longer? Right. All right, kitten, I'll, I'll try to sleep. I'll try. Good. I won't come in till you call me. Kit? Wake up. Come on, wake up. Okay, you told me to sleep. Why are you waking You've had quite a long sleep. Were you dreaming of Mona? Mona. For a little while, I could forget. Why did you wake me? I, uh, I have a report I think will interest you. It interested me. A report? I've been doing some investigating. It began by accident. After Lieutenant Hench left, I discovered I was out of cigarettes. I, I looked in your purse. I found not cigarettes, but something you didn't have. Change. Money? Coins? You mean all the time? Three dimes, two nickels. All the time I could have phoned you? Yes. Must have been nerves caught from Mona. I, I rummaged too fast in my purse. I panicked. I ran for you. Oh, Garrett. Before you left Mona's building, you said you rang two doorbells. The apartment's on the floor below. Yes? Yes. But the uh, the tenants were asleep in Florida or afraid to answer the bells at that hour. Isn't that what you thought? Well, I guess there could have been some other reason. I rang those same doorbells. 16A, no answer. But the live-in maid at 16B did answer. She said she was up at 6 this morning and no doorbell had rung until I rang it. Darling, what on earth are you... Are you suggesting I didn't go to those apartments? It does seem a little odd, wouldn't you say? No. The living maid could have been running the water. It could have been in the shower, couldn't she? Did you ask her that? No. No, I had a lot of other puzzles in my mind. For example, your offer this morning to go to Mona instead of me. At the time, I thought it was very sweet of you. And now you think? That it was unnatural. You hate getting up early, you hate the snow, and I was the obvious person to go. You deny any of that? No. Second puzzle. Considering Mona's emergency, you were very slow dressing. Why? When you're always a fast dresser. 
I told you I was half asleep, Gary. I was. Have you more puzzles? You left here, went down to the street, stood around for five minutes or more waiting for a taxi when you could have walked the Monas in that time. And then suddenly, or not so suddenly, highly efficient Kitty realizes she's forgotten to take Mona's set of keys. I did forget them. I was worried about Mona, not thinking straight. You don't find it odd that they were in your coat pocket all the time? I don't find anything odd in a crisis situation. Those several delaying tactics aren't odd? I can't stand much more of this, Gary. And not an odd coincidence that while you were dressing so slowly, you spoke of the fact that I, as Mona's agent, got her the envied role in Who Has Seen the Wind and did not get it for Kitty Lockwood? Well, it is true, isn't it? And not another odd coincidence that you asked me that tired, beat-up question. Did I have an affair with Mona? To which you've always answered that you did not. But in the horrible light of what you've been saying to me now, I'm beginning to wonder. You've always wondered. You never believed me or Mona. And you think the affair never stopped. Well, then we're even, aren't we? I can't believe you've been faithful, and you can't believe I tried to save Mona this morning. That is what you've been saying, isn't it? I could believe you tried, believe all your answers to my questions except for one fact. You could have opened Mona's bedroom door yourself. What? It took hardly any strength at all for me to open it. You could have done it almost as easily. If you wanted to. That is not true. I tried with every ounce of strength I had. If you believe I didn't try, then why haven't you said so before? I didn't give it any thought when it happened because that's when we found Mona. I only realized it since I began putting all the bits and pieces together. So what is my devoted husband saying now that he's put them together? You know what I'm saying. That fake confession of murder to Lieutenant Hans wasn't fake. It was fact. No. No. You've been jealous of Mona for years. Her looks, her acting, her success before yours. The fact that I loved her first. For her to win the British award was a blow your ego couldn't take. Stop it, Gary. Well, maybe at first you only meant to make her miss her plane. Miss all that public glory in London. And then standing by a stuck door, the phone out of service. Yeah. You realize what else you could do? No. No. Oh, all right. Maybe subconsciously I did want her to miss her plane, but that's all. I swear I pushed her door as hard as I could. I even told her not to go near the windows while I was gone. I said that. If I wanted her to... to would I have said don't go near the window? Yes. Neatly putting the idea in her head. Jump, Mona, jump. Stop saying that. I won't listen. It's a lie. Admit it, Kit. You hated her. You wanted her dead. She said that. Did I? I don't know anymore. I... I did hate her, I think. I didn't realize till now, but... 
one are dead. What the driver just out the Did I? Could I? Well, did you? Could you? No. I didn't do it. Or make her do it. And you can't prove I did. Oh, you'd like to, wouldn't you? You were always on her side, always got her the best part. She gets the part in who has seen the win. She, she wins the award. Well, lying there in the snow, that's winning. You killed her, and you know it. Now, it can't be proved. But you'll live with what you've done for the rest of your life. Alone. I won't be around. Goodbye, Kitty. No. I didn't do it. Don't go, please, please. I'll come for my things when you're not here. Gary! Come back! <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.